let me tell you a little bit about our uh, sponsor. It's Rough Greens. Got back over the weekend uh, from the Middle East and couldn't wait to see my dog. My dog was excited, playful. I've I've never seen him like this. Honestly, I, I his whole life he has not taken the ball and run with it, and he is constantly like a puppy. And I think it's rough greens. I mean, he, that's that's when everything changed. We started sprinkling this supplement on his dog food and he changed and it was fun to watch over the last six months. But he is, you know, over the first six months, uh, but he's a different dog. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out now. All you pay for is shipping just to make sure that your dog will eat it. If they do, if you put it on their food and they eat it, watch the changes that happen in your dog over a six-month period. It's amazing. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN33 is the phone number. Or go to the website, roughgreens.com slash Beck. In Studio 8H of the Mercury Studios Complex in Dallas, Texas, I will give you an update on what has happened in the Middle East and what is currently happening in the Middle East. We begin with a mother of one of the fallen Marines. We do that in 60 seconds. Paul wrote in recently about his experience working with American financing. He says, I I don't think I could get a better rate than my then current and already very low rate. But I kept hearing Glenn Beck talk about it over and over again about how great American financing is. So we made an appointment. The rest is history. We took a year off of our mortgage and we saved a few hundred dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, American financing. Paul, you are more than welcome. I am glad that you made the call, even though you didn't think it was going to work for you. That's what many people think. You should call American Financing right now and see if you could save $100, $200, as Paul said, a few hundred, up to $1,000 a month. It's 800-906-2440. That's the number to call right now. 800-906-2440. It's American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, There was a phone call that came into Andrew Wilkow. It uh, is from a mother who lost her son. Her name is Kathy McCollum. Riley was her 20-year-old son. She was obviously very upset. She had just learned the news, and she picked up the phone and called Andrew Wilkow and here's what happened. 
Cut 25. Kathy, Colorado, you're on the Wilcow Majority. Hello. Hey, my son was one of the Marines that died yesterday. Your and to son? listen to that. Sorry, I'm on the radio. No, 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 no. Um, go, go my ahead. son uh, was one of the Marines that died yesterday. 20 years and six months old, getting ready to come home from freaking Jordan to be with his wife to watch the birth of his son. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap just sent my son to die. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. So to have her on right before me and listen to that piece of crap talk about diplomatic crap with freaking Taliban terrorists who just freaking blew up my son and know nothing to not say anything about, oh my God, I'm so sorry for the families. So my son is gone and I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. With a dementia-ridden piece of crap who doesn't even know he's in the White House, he still thinks he's a senator. So, I'm going to try and calm down. I'm sorry. No, you... Look, I... Uh, You can imagine just a few hours after hearing that your son was dead, that you would uh, be quite angry and emotional and i'm guessing that kathy is still very angry we hope to have her on by the end of the program today there were vigils all over the country over the weekend for these falling fallen marines and none of it had to happen I don't know if you saw the Washington Post, the fall of Kabul. It is absolutely incredible how clueless everyone was. From the Washington Post, this account of Kabul's fall, the climactic moment of uh, America's longest war, is based on nearly two dozen interviews with U.S. and Afghan officials. In both Washington and Kabul, the days and weeks leading up to the fall were marked by complacency. The United States was withdrawing its forces. The Taliban was notching gains. But the prevailing view in both capitals was that there was still plenty of time before the insurgents might take over a city of nearly 5 million people that had long been the nerve center of America's presence in the country. President Ghani exuded that belief, according to Afghan and U.S. officials who, like others for the story, spoke on the condition of amenity to discuss sensitive matters. But reports from the field suggest that in some cases, Afghan government forces were not fighting at all. When the Taliban advanced on key border crossings with Iran in late June and early July, government forces abandoned their posts. The young Western-educated official who served as Ghani's national security advisor, but who had scant experience in military or security affairs, told others the government forces would soon retake them. But no significant ever, uh, efforts ever materialized. 
As the Taliban continued to accumulate gains, the American officials began to see the president's confidence as delusion. Then Gandhi's lack of focus on the threat that the Taliban posed mystified U.S. officials, in particular Marine General Kenneth Frank McKenzie, head of the U.S. Central Command, and Ambassador Ross Wilson. In a meeting with Gandhi in Kabul in July, the two men told the Afghan president that his team needed a realistic, implementable, and widely supported plan to defend the country and had to drop the idea of defending all 34 uh, provincial capitals. They had to focus on what they could actually defend. All provinces are important, but some were more important to the defense of Kabul. Ghani appeared to agree, but there would be no follow-through. And that seemed to be the case on all parts. They talk about how it was beginning to fall, the provincial capitals fell. On August 6th, two dozen others, over nine days, two dozen other cities would fall. And Gandhi, uh, I mean, uh, Gandhi, uh, Ghani would want to talk about digitization of money. Isn't that interesting that that's what he was focused on, was the new digital money. An official uh, who knew the president's plan for government salary payment system, it had nothing to do with the dire threat, he said. As late of Saturday afternoon before Kabul fell, Ghani did not suggest any urgency around the departure arrangements or the safety of senior staff. Receiving one advisor in the palace gardens and speaking in his characteristic soft tones, he made arrangements to shore up the country's economy. He was supposed to address the nation later that night, but he never did. Americans, meanwhile, were suffering from their own delusions. In June, U.S. intelligence agencies had assessed that the Afghan government would hang on for at least another six months. By August, the dominant view was the Taliban wasn't likely to pose a serious threat to Kabul until at least the late fall. So now, if this is correct... This is a massive, massive uh, failure of the intelligence department once again. How are our intelligence agencies this wrong? American officials may have been urging Ghani to show greater urgency, but their own actions suggested no immediate cause for alarm. With the officials surrendering to the customary rhythms of Washington in August, on the Friday afternoon before Kabul fell, the White House was starting to empty out as many of the senior staff prepared to take their first vacations of Biden's young presidency. Earlier in the day, Biden had arrived at Camp David and Secretary of State Antony Blinken was already in the Hamptons. By Saturday, the fall of uh, one city to uh, Taliban forces convinced U.S. officials that they needed to scramble. How quickly was a subject of dispute between the Pentagon and State Department? So they couldn't decide on, should we scramble really fast or kind of fast? In a conference call with Biden and his top security aides, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin called for the immediate relocation of all U.S. Embassy personnel to the Kabul airport. 
Wilson's embassy colleagues had been racing to destroy classified documents and equipment in the compound since Friday. An internal memo obtained by the Washington Post implored staff to destroy sensitive materials using incinerators, disincinerators. Uh, what is that? Disintegrators. What is that? Have you ever heard of that? And burn bins. The directive also calls, called for the destruction of American flags or items that could be misused in propaganda efforts. Wilson said U.S. personnel needed more time to complete their work, but Austin insisted time had run out. Saturday evening, Kabul time, Ghani and Blinken spoke by phone, hoping to avert a showdown in the capital. Blinken sought Ghani support for a U.S. brokered arrangement with the Taliban in which the militants would remain outside of Kabul if the Afghan leader would step aside as an interim government took charge. The aim, said a senior U.S. official, was to buy time for negotiations aimed at forming an inclusive government that involved the Taliban as well as others. The president reluctantly agreed. Taliban insurgents captured key eastern uh, Afghanistan city of Jabala, uh, Jahalabad without a fight on July 15th. When the news that Kabul, uh, the, the news that Kabul woke up to Sunday morning was ominous. The overnight follow, uh, fall of Jahalabad had left the capital isolated. Many shops remained shuttered and people stayed home from work. This just collapsed so quickly and no one was paying attention to it everyone was taken by surprise how i don't know everybody started leaving that morning to head to the airport the the palace or the seat of government for President Ghani, he was told that he needed to get out fast. They said that they were, the Taliban was inside the palace looking for him, and he was going to die if he didn't get out. It'll either be you, your palace guards, or the Taliban. But if you stay, you will be killed. The president wanted to return home to gather his belongings, but told by advisors there wasn't any time. Earlier that afternoon, wearing plastic sandals and a thin coat, the president, along with the first lady and a handful of top aides, lifted off the palace grounds in military helicopters. They flew out. They landed in Ubekistan. From there, they boarded a small plane bound for the UAE. Gandhi aides... Uh, Ghani aides, who had not been part of the hasty evacuation, returned from lunch to find out that the president was just gone, his office empty. It goes on in this story to say he never called anyone at any time. At any time. He never called the vice president. He never did anything. While he was on the helicopter, no calls. When he landed, no calls. Nothing. He just left. That's when the Taliban called us. And the Taliban said, we're at the edge of the city. And you either need to step in and fill the vacuum and get control of the city because it's in chaos or we will. Biden's White House said, go for it. We didn't take a deal offered by the stinking Taliban 
to take control of the city to hold the city in place. And because of that, the Taliban came in with our permission. And that's when the whole thing melted down. That's when thousands of people rushed to the airport. They gave us the choice. Do you want to control the city or do you want to control the airport until August 31st? We said the airport. We chose the airport. Now they're saying only 240 Americans are left. That is a lie. That is a lie. I have more than 240 requests from people coming into our email. They're saying, please, can you help us get out? It's a lie. Well, they are saying, Glenn, there's only 240 who want to leave. Yeah. The others just are locked Maybe I should, into Taliban rule. They should, love I, it. should I forward the emails? Or do you <laughs> think those, the list of those people will be falling into the hands of the Taliban so they can be rounded up and killed as well? It's sick. Not in my entire life that I know of did our country openly openly take the wrong side we have done things that we later find out that we don't like but i have never seen our country openly do things that was on the wrong side in the in the civil rights movement i saw states and i saw local police do things that or we're on the wrong side. But never have I seen our federal government openly do that. It's sick. More in a minute. First, let me tell you about Rita. She lives in Florida. She writes in to talk about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, my dog Timmy's liquid heart medication is added to his prescription dog food. Oh, boy, doesn't that sound good? So as you can imagine, it's critical that he eats, but he's lost interest in food after uh, another sweet older dog of ours passed away. That is so hard. I have seen that with my dog, too. They lose the will to just go on. Uh, I decided to try Rough Greens, and I'm happy I did. With Rough Greens stirred into his food, Timmy was not only interested in eating again, he also wanted to go for a walk and play with his toys, even chase squirrels again. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Rita, that's the best story I've heard for a long time. I'm so happy that Timmy is eating again and acting like himself. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out, just to see if they will eat it. All you pay for is shipping. Then, if they do eat it, then order a bag of a full bag of Rough Greens at roughgreens.com slash back. And watch. Watch the difference in your dog over a couple of months. It's pretty amazing. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck, 10 seconds, station ID. So, did you see the president, uh, the video, do we happen to have the video of the president Possibly falling asleep uh, with the ambassador from Israel. Have you seen that, Stu? Yet another chapter 
and the beautiful story Look at him. of the friendship between our two nations, the United States of America and the Jewish and democratic state of Israel, both of us who seek to do good and need to be strong, both of us who are... Hey, so, yeah, he looks like he's just, he just moved his finger at one point. Ah, okay. All that's right. uh, it's more than I expect out of him in a typical press conference. Yeah. So I guess that's a positive. Okay. So did you see the picture of him checking his watch yesterday with his hand on his heart as uh, the remains of the fallen service members come into Dover? Mm. He looks at his watch. We have that picture. There it is. Have you, uh, which one's worse? Which one's worse? Falling asleep for the ambassador or looking at his watch? Mm. Uh, You know, this is the time a nation needs a president who's able to stay awake. (laughs) This is the type of time where you, when you go through your choice at the polls, pretty high standards. You think if this sort of situation occurs, I would adore a president who is able to stay awake during daylight hours. Who's going to take, who's going to take the phone call at 3 a.m. Or 3 p.m. In this particular (laughs) case. Yeah. (laughs) Noon. (laughs) Yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning, any time, really. <laughs> Who's going to take the phone call any time? You know, it's a, it's uh, also, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen the president and the vice president hidden away as much as he and Kamala are? No, I think he, uh, people keep saying, where is he? And it's a real question. At times, it feels like we don't have a president at all. Right. And and I think it feels to me like Kamala is like, I don't want to be in any of these camera shots. I don't want to be associated with this at all. She was gone last week. She was just gone. Yeah. She's just trying to stay out of the limelight, hoping that the stink from Biden doesn't reach her, which I don't know if that's possible. But that's what I think she's attempting to do. Again, anytime you want to analyze an action from Kamala Harris, you just need to wind up thinking like she's always thinking about what makes her situation better. So she's always thinking about herself. That's always number one to Kamala Harris. So what is she doing? No, that's not true. Is that true, Kamala? Really? No, it's not. Oh my gosh. Which is worse? President snooze a lot? Or... Kamala Harris. Kamala, which one is? Can you, <laughs> you don't want to answer that. No, of course. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So you may not think that disastrous situations could happen, even for American citizens. You, no. That's a, have you looked at the news lately? When it comes to a world... Um, that is, can all of a sudden spiral out of control. I mean, within days, the last line of defense between you and your family and a catastrophe is you. So let me ask you, are you prepared for whatever might happen in our country? Are you and your family ready? May I strongly suggest, if you've been thinking about this for years and haven't done it yet, you put My Patriot Supply on your list of things to do today. They're the nation's number one emergency preparedness company, and their mission is your survival. 
And right now, you can get a 25% discount on their popular four-week emergency food supply. Go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Get this discount before it's gone. Preparewithglenn.com. Save 25% off each four-week food supply that you order. Preparewithglenn.com. My Patriot Supply. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Going to be a big week on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We welcome Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast you can get anywhere, including Blaze TV live uh, before this broadcast. Pick it up at your local Ace Hardware store if you want. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere. Pretty much anywhere. Anywhere. So, yeah. Thank you very much, Pat. Um, back from the uh, Middle East, I came in uh, on uh, Saturday. Uh, wow, there's nothing like flying to the other side of the planet for a couple of days and then flying back. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good on the body. It's good on the body. Mm-hmm. Really good on the body. Um, but uh, uh, we, I, I'm not going to be saying uh, much uh, for the next few days. Um, because the airport is officially closed now. Uh, only the military side is getting anybody out. Uh, the, the commercial side is completely gone. Uh, there are about 12,000 uh, refugees that uh, uh, groups like uh, Mighty Oaks Foundation, uh, the Nazarene Fund, and others have been working to get out together. We have taken uh, 12,000 people out just at just arriving in two airports. Um, That's quite a good number uh, for something that is absolutely impossible to do. Do not take our blackout as anything other than um, we're keeping our mouths shut because we know that the Taliban is uh, monitoring uh, groups like ours for additional information. Uh, They are actively searching for people. They are now, you know, the good thing is they're in bed with the Russians and the Chinese. So that always is going to be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are now monitoring phones and tracking phones. If you know someone in the Middle East in this situation, Please tell them to turn their phones off. Turn your phone off. Um, if you need to, use uh, passwords with each other uh, so you know who you're talking to. Uh, and uh, pick maybe an hour a day that you're going to use your phone. But turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, okay. Other than that, things were great. Things are great. Hopefully, we'll have a really exciting announcement uh, coming uh, this week, perhaps this week. Um, We'll tell you, pretty much we'll tell you when we're there. Um, But uh, please keep people in your prayers. There are thousands that are in hiding and want to get out. Many Americans. Yeah, they're... <clears throat> the figure I keep hearing on Fox and elsewhere is 250. I can't believe there's only 250 there's Americans not. left. There's not. Uh, because the original estimate 
was between ten and forty thousand, mm-hmm. and so far uh, the number I just heard is one hundred and twenty thousand people we've evacuated, and fifty four hundred of them were American. Fifty four hundred. Well, then there there are thousands of people left behind, and there are really bad guys that are getting onto the planes. <clears throat> really bad guys. I'm sure. Yeah, really bad guys. Um, sure. And uh, I hope that our government is, I mean, th- those are the people that are coming. Our 12,000 are not coming uh, to the United States. Mm. I, can, I, can vouch for, I can vouch for 5,100 for sure, because that's the ones we've been partnering with uh, Mighty Oaks Foundation. And they've been getting people in, and they've been using our planes to get them out, and we've been sharing uh, things. Uh, and... 5,100 people, I can vouch, are not coming to America. I don't think any of the private um, rescues are going to America, unless they're American citizens. But I could be wrong. But they are just loading up the planes, just loading up the planes on the military side. Uh, And I don't know how they're vetting them. I don't know. And they're coming to Texas. A lot of them are coming here to Texas. And uh, mm. I hope we're very, very careful. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a it's a little nerve-wracking coming from a place like Afghanistan with the Taliban you think so? and Al-Qaeda. Do you know what they did? Yeah. You know, we, we had to have paperwork. You had to have paperwork. <clears throat> so the, the uh, what the State Department was doing on the military side was they were just handing out blank visas. So you could just, they were just handing out blank, just fill your name in, just fill your name in. It gets you through the gate, just fill your name in. Really? I'm sure that's not going to be a problem at all. No. What could, what could go wrong there, do you think? I can't think, I I can't wanna, think of I a single thing. I can't think of anything either. <laughs> okay, so last week um, you had a, uh, I think it was a lieutenant colonel of, a, uh, of the Marines come out and speak out, demand <clears throat> accountability. Here's what he said. Listen to this. All of these people are supposed to advise, and I'm not saying we've got to be in, the, in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying, did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram Airfield, the strategic air barriers, before we evacuate everyone? Did anyone do that? And when you didn't think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, we completely messed this up? Mm-hmm. I've got battalion mm-hmm. commander friends right now that are posting similar things, and they're saying, you know, Wondering if it, all the lives were lost and, and if it was in vain, all those, all those people that we've lost over the last you know, 20 years. And he goes on to say that we're all part of a chain. While every link may not be tested, the strength of the chain is only as strong as each link, and you got to be you know, a good link, something like that. And what I'll say is, and from my position, potentially all those people did die in vain if we don't have senior leaders that own up and and raise their hand and say we did not do this well in the end without that we just keep repeating the same mistakes this amalgamation of the economic slash corporate slash political slash higher military ranks are not holding up their end of the bargain I want to say this very strongly. I have been fighting for 17 years. I am willing to throw it all away to say to my senior leaders, I demand 
accountability. Nothing wrong with that, except he's wearing uniform while he did it. He recognized that was wrong and he has resigned and he was given uh, a choice by the military. You can either uh, face disciplinary action. It would be about a three year investigation on him. Face disciplinary action. Shut your mouth during it uh, or resign and you are cut off from all benefits. Now, he's been doing this for for 20 years. Uh, he's earned all of his benefits. He, uh, over the weekend, put his, uh, uh, put his rank on the table and said, I resign and I want nothing except answers. Now, his latest video is a little weird. If you watch the full thing, um, and I'm not sure if it's because he feels challenged now and he's trying to puff, you know, Puff himself, not himself, but puff up just a bit to say, you're not going to take me out because he is now in a struggle for his life because he is now saying he is going to uh, uh, say things and report things that will take down the corrupt military industrial complex. And uh, you should watch it because I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure yet how I feel on him. On this video, I felt great. Good for you. That's what we're looking for, mm-hmm. is somebody who's willing to put their their brass down on the table and say, I don't really care what you do. I just won't do this anymore, and I want some answers. And I'll tell the American people that, we, that you deserve answers. Here's a clip of, of what he said in his latest video. When I was a young captain, I worked for a man named Lieutenant Colonel Hobbs. And we went through some things together. And he, many people don't know, was actually relieved as an 06 for standing up for moral things that he thought was right. And he did it within the system, as a lot of people have implored me to do. And he was just shuffled out the door without really affecting any change. And then after he exited the Marine Corps, he's made a lot of controversy by talking about racial diversity and um, equal opportunity problems in the Marine Corps. From that respect, I have uh, adamantly disagreed with him. But just because we have different opinions doesn't mean I don't respect him. Sir, I, I love you like a father. And you made a comment on one of the posts in LinkedIn without giving anyone context of who you were or what our relationship was. And you said, if Stuart Scheller was honorable, he would resign his commission. Of all the noise going out there, that one comment has just played through my head. If Stuart Scheller was honorable, he would resign his commission. You didn't say is as if challenging me. You said was as if you assumed I wouldn't do it. I want to make the announcement today, after 17 years, I'm currently not pending legal action, and I could stay in the Marine Corps for another three years, but I don't think that's the path I'm on. I'm resigning my commission as a United States Marine, effective now. I'm sure there's some MAR admin on how I'm supposed to do that, and I'll work through that. 
but I am forfeiting my retirement on entitlements. I don't want a single dollar. I don't want any money from the VA. I don't want any VA benefits. I'm sure I'm entitled to 100%. I, you know, breathed on the smell and smoke of burning for years. I don't want any of it. You know, I asked, all I asked for was accountability of my senior leaders when there are clear, obvious mistakes that were made. I'm not saying we can take back what has been done. All I asked for was accountability for people to comment on what I said and to say, yes, mistakes were made. And had they done that, I would have gone back into rank and file, submitted and accomplished what I wanted. The morning after I posted my video and I came into work, my boss came in and he asked me, what were you trying to accomplish? And that was a very tough question for me. And my response was, I want senior leaders to accept accountability. I think them accepting accountability would do more for service members and PTSD and struggling with purpose than any other transparent piece of paper or message. What he said there, I 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with. Yeah. Um, Especially since Biden told us there were no mistakes made. He didn't make any mistakes. Uh, we all know Biden's mm. mistakes. I'd like to know what the military says. Yeah, I'd like I to too. know that the military understands that they made massive mistakes. And they can say, look, we advised against it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. I just want to know that our military understands exactly what has just transpired. And there are going to be hearings about this. Believe me, there are going to be hearings. More in just a second. Pat Gray, Pat Gray Unleashed, thank you so much for uh, being here. Tuttle Twins books, if you're, uh, you remember that teacher in Utah, I think it was last week or was it the week before, where she came out and said, most parents are dumber than you kids. You don't have to believe everything your parents believe, most, because most likely you're smarter than them. That's a real quote from a real teacher. Thankfully, uh, the school board fired that person, but I can guarantee you there's probably somebody like that in your school district that's saying the same kinds of things. Do you really know what your kids are being taught? Bad information is only effectively countered with good information. That's why I want to talk to you about the Tuttle Twins books. They teach liberty and, uh, and uh, the republic and the free market in a fun way that kids can actually understand. And they start with young kid books all the way to uh, young adult books. And really, I mean, I think a lot of parents are learning a lot from the Tuttle Twins books. Right now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. If you go there, you'll get 35% off. They'll throw in all their activity books for free. Buy them for your kids and your grandkids. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off today. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury One had sleepless nights all uh, last week, uh, aiding uh, with the evacuation and, uh, and, and the coordination in Kabul. Um, please pray for all of the volunteers at Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund and all of the groups that are trying to uh, work on this. And then we were hit with a hurricane uh, in, um, in New Orleans, 
rip the the roof off of a hospital. They're trying to relocate the ICU patients today. Power has just gone out. Uh, who who would have thunk? Uh, I guess they didn't they didn't really prepare New Orleans for yet another hurricane. Uh, it's getting a little it's getting a little old. Uh, quite honestly, sending money down there and then it's being wasted and not used to do the right things. Um, but uh, they're in trouble again. And if you would like to uh, help out, you can donate to mercuryone.org to our disaster relief fund. That money goes to things like New Orleans, whoever is hit. And by the way, we don't just give the money out. Um, we we look for the people who make the biggest difference uh, on the ground and the ones who can deliver most impact for the dollar are the ones that we choose. We're we're more of a clearinghouse uh, than anything else. And we partner with people uh, to do these things. And um, we have to remember the people in New Orleans that were hit by a tremendous hurricane are now a million people without power. MercuryOne.org uh, is where you can go and donate. And you can donate there to the Nazarene Fund. You have to mark it. Uh, but the Nazarene Fund or Disaster Relief or Education, it's up to you. But uh, we, we could use the help. No matter how you're feeling, there is no denying getting back out there at kind of an adjustment. So when the world gets too loud, I create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Sometimes you need upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with a soothing voice or melody. And no matter your soundtrack of choice, Raycon are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears like little teeny white golf clubs. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. Raycons also start half the price of other premium audio brands and sound just as good. And they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. Get 15% off Raycons at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck. 15% off your Raycon order, buyraycon.com slash Beck. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's American Home Shield. Nobody likes to think down, uh, think about things, big things that are breaking down in your house. But, uh, man, I wish I had American Home Shield a couple of years ago because uh, our hot water tanks uh, were at their 15-year uh, limit. Uh, the um, air conditioning units were at their 15-year limit. And those are the things that American Home Shield take care of. They are celebrating 50 years in business now, providing homeowners peace of mind. You can take $50 off their most comprehensive plans ever. All you have to do is go to ahs.com slash Beck. That's ahs, as in American Home Shield, dot com slash Beck and save $50 right now. Um, service fees, limitations, exclusions do apply. See for see uh, the plans for details at American Home Shield. Uh be sure with the shield all you have to do is go to ahs.com and get your things covered so you don't have to worry about them anymore
Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. As we are back from the Middle East, uh, I have an update for you on the Nazarene Fund and some of the things that are going on uh, and why we have to now remain quiet for a little while. Uh, We'll give you an update on that. Um, But as everybody is bogged down in the Middle East and looking at that, one thing that we haven't looked at really is what does this mean for the U.S. because of our allies? Do our allies even trust us anymore? Nigel Farage, the Brexit Party leader, is joining us next from, I believe he's in London now, to talk to us about what the British Parliament has said and done in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, they say the little things in life are the most satisfying, and maybe that's true most of the time, but sometimes the big things count, too. You know, really satisfying, like when you're buying or selling your home and it goes well, that's kind of satisfying. Yeah, and it's a big thing. It can be a real headache if you don't have the right real estate agent. That's why we have created realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. This is one of my companies, uh, and uh, it, it was born out of frustration, not knowing how to get the right real estate agent. And I figured if, if it's not just, it can't just be me. How do you interview, even interview a real estate agent? So many of us are just like, I don't know, uh, my, you know, my uh, nephew, he just started in the real estate uh, uh, business, and you should give him a call. And we do for some strange reason. Don't do it. It's the biggest investment of your life. You want the right real estate agent for you? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're moving across the street, across town, or across the country, we have you covered on buying and selling. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Nigel Farage. We sat at dinner in the Capitol. It must have been almost, gosh, two years ago now. And um, I don't think we could have seen this coming, our split in our uh, alliance, or at least it feels like that. Nigel Farage, welcome to the program. Glenn, thank you very much indeed. And uh, listening to your introduction, I mean, look, you know, I've spent 40 years working for American companies in business, um, being allied uh, politically with Donald Trump and many friends in the Republican Party. I mean, there's nobody this side of the pond who's more pro-American, more pro the special relationship than I am. And it hurts me to say this, but for Biden to unconditionally withdraw from a military mission after 20 years without any planning or any foresight as to how we get our nationals out in the case of a Taliban advance, and to do it without even consulting the British Prime Minister and refusing to answer his phone call for almost 48 hours, sends a message to us. And, And the message is, we cannot trust America, despite being our closest partner for over 100 years, we cannot trust America with this man in charge. And it's a, it's a sad realization, but it's true. And I think it goes even further than the relationship between the UK and the USA. I, I think NATO, frankly, I mean, ceases to function. So the damage that Biden has done to America's international reputation couldn't be greater. Yeah, they, they, they were all yelling at uh, Donald Trump saying that he was going to destroy NATO. And I think this has destroyed NATO. I mean, what does... What does our alliance even mean? I mean, I cannot believe 
that the White House refused the call of the British prime minister for over 40 hours. That that's incomprehensible to me. Yes, it is incomprehensible, but it's also, isn't it, the way that international mainstream media wanted to portray the Trump movement, just indeed as they did with the Brexit movement. You know, Trump is going to destroy NATO. No, 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 no. What Trump did, he turned up at the NATO HQ in Brussels and said, and Barbara had said similar before, but without any particular strength, that we cannot go on with a NATO where major countries like Germany are only paying half the membership fee. The NATO rules are actually very fair. Regardless of the size of the country, you must spend 2% of GDP on defense, and the Germans were spending one. So actually, in many ways, what Trump was doing was trying to make NATO fair, but it was willfully, willfully uh, misportrayed. Uh, what Biden has done is to say, look, you know, we're the big guys in NATO, but hey, we just do stuff without consulting, despite the fact you too have had many hundreds of people killed in Afghanistan and put big money into Afghanistan, but without even the complement of a conversation, we've decided that effectively the NATO mission is over. So, so yeah, special relationship with Britain, uh, completely in tatters. Uh, NATO, I'm not even sure it can possibly survive what it's just gone through. Um, and, of course, you know, when you look at those photographs today, of Taliban soldiers now dressed in American military equipment with $85 billion worth of U.S. military hardware now in the hands of these people with the giant lithium reserves that exist within Afghanistan now completely open to exploitation with communist China and warnings coming in the U.K. today uh, that our terrorism threat is now going up directly as a result of what has happened in Afghanistan. And one of the most overused words in the English language is disaster. But believe me, Glenn, this is, on every level, a disaster. I heard things coming from the Parliament and the House of Lords that I never have heard before. Uh, things like, we don't trust America. We don't know if we uh, can uh, get into a military operation again with america how significant is what's said on the floor of parliament in the house of lords oh it's significant or i mean look ever since 1917 ever since america entered the first world war you know we have been beside each other throughout virtually every single major conflict i mean side by side and yes of course america is bigger than us but it's been a very very important relationship and not just in terms of military in terms of information sharing as well i mean that's where in many ways that's where our two countries are the closest in sharing intelligence i'm not even sure right now uh, that the british government or, or security forces would, would even share every piece of intelligence with an administration that has treated us with such complete and utter contempt. Yes, of course, it is right that any government puts the interests of its own citizens first, but you do that as well as consulting mm -hmm. with your friends and allies. And when you work with the Brits, I mean, you know, I know eighteen twelve did happen, but it's a long time ago. <laughs> and I think we've been <laughs> I think we've been forgiven. I think we're okay. <laughs> I think we're okay. But 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 literally since April nineteen seventeen, you know, we are the two countries and we've shared much blood and spent much treasure 
all over the world, defeating Nazism and other terrible regimes. And for us to have gone through those things together, to now be treated like this, that is why you're hearing members of the House of Lords, members of the Parliament, senior commentators, and people like me who are instinctively pro-American saying we have a real problem now. Um, And you know something? America, Biden, whether we like it or not, is the leader of the free world. Um, And it's him that we look to for really, really big things. Uh, and, And frankly, if America falls, then Western civilization falls. That is how great these stakes are. Uh, I have to say for my own part, I think he'll be gone by November, December 2022. I think it's very unlikely that he'll stay beyond that and the Democrats will make him the full guy for some very bad midterm results. But I'm not too sure that uh, Kamala Harris following him is going to be any better. So, you know, to think there's three and a half years, three and a half years of this administration to run, I'm just beginning to ask myself how much more damage can they do? If we had another September 11th, how hesitant, what would the world's reaction be to us right now, all of our allies? Well, I think, to be honest with you, even without um, a September the 11th, any increase in jihadi terrorism across Europe or in the United Kingdom or anywhere else for that matter, I think the finger will be firmly pointing to Washington, D.C. Because, you know, one thing that is true is that for the last handful of years, we've been remarkably free of these horrible jihadi attacks. Uh, British intelligence is now warning uh, that we do now face we do now face a significantly increased terror threat. And that's because jihadi groups all over the world have taken great comfort from the way the Taliban have moved forward. Mm -hmm. And of course they know, and they know that Afghanistan once again will be a place where international terror can be plotted and can be planned. Let me ask you something off the subject. Um, America is not seeing the uh, revolt of the citizens of France and of England to these draconian COVID uh, restrictions. I mean, people in France are having picnics in the street in front of restaurants that are demanding you have, you know, a COVID passport. Uh, And uh, we're not seeing any of that. Tell me what's going on over in Europe with the COVID uh, mess yeah well france is a france is a, is, a, is a very unique country in many ways and there are things about france we love and things about france that we don't necessarily like so much uh, the english have a familiar saying about the french we say the french are revolting by which we mean, <laughs> by which by which we mean, the French love to take to the streets. They love to revolt. They love to protest. Their fishermen do it. Their farmers do it. Direct action is a way of life in France. And you're right. The level of protest against vaccine passports, which President Macron is trying to impose in a very draconian manner, the level of protest against it in France is very significant indeed uh, and i think macron is facing a real problem across much of the rest of europe including the uk uh, whilst there is dissent um, it's on nothing like the scale that it's of the taking French. place on in, in france yep and, and i you know let's see how this one plays out but i it wouldn't surprise me 
um, if the French if the French protests don't succeed against vaccine passports. And I mean, come on, you know, the idea that we have to show medical ID and goodness knows what else just to go and buy, you know, a cup of tea and a sandwich is frankly ridiculous. It's against everything we've ever stood for. It's just plain wrong. Nigel Farage, one last question. How are the American people perceived? Are we perceived separate from the government or uh, because a lot of people were against Donald Trump? The media made him into an absolute tyrant monster. Uh, Many of the people who are now complaining about Joe Biden hated Donald Trump. I I tried to think of a country that would be friendly to conservatives here in America and constitutionalists, and I can't think of any. What, how are we perceived? Yeah, it's been very difficult. And I mean, look, let's face it. Biden is the creation of mainstream media and the social media giants. I mean, they're the ones that allowed this man, promoted this man, um, made sure that there'd be no proper investigation into Hunter Biden, the laptop corruption, uh, no question of tens of millions of mail-out ballots being sent all over America. So, you know, congratulations to the New York Times and CNN. You got your man, and look what good it's done. Um, Look, I think the truth of it is that British people, certainly, and I think most Europeans, we're not going to lay the blame of this at the door of ordinary Americans. We can see that it's bumbling, incoherent Biden, a man who is not fit to be president. So I don't think... I don't think all Americans are damned by the actions of that man. Uh, but I do think there are large sections of the media in our country, in your country, that owe us the most almighty apology. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, let it start here. We apologize. Uh, there are millions of Americans who think this was incredibly um, uh, mishandled at best. Uh, and the way that we have treated our allies is despicable. And we know that, Nigel. Thank you so much. Thank you. Keep us alive over there. Thank you. You bet. Nigel Farage. uh, You can uh, follow him at Nigel underscore Farage uh, on uh, Twitter and thebrexitparty.org. Okay. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is LifeLock. There are so many things where, I mean, I, I don't even know what to do. You know, we're getting to the place to where you're you're like, oh, OK, all right. Cyber crime, cyber hackers. It's more dangerous than it has ever been before. I've got all kinds of things I'm worried about. I'm worried about just my kids online. I'm worried about covid. I'm worried about freedom. I'm worried. Can you stop? Help, help. Well, that's where LifeLock comes in. They can't prevent all identity theft, um, but they are the best in the business. And if somebody hacks in, they have a whole team to work with you to fix the problem if you're compromised. LifeLock right now will save, if you, if you uh, join, it'll save 25%. 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code back. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code back and save 25% off. LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I, uh, it's interesting to me 
that the Taliban is working with the Russians and working with the Chinese. They were in uh, before any of this. Before our guys were even out of the country, they the Taliban was posing for pictures with the Chinese government officials. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, the reason why is they have rare earth minerals. I believe we, the United States, has the largest deposit of rare earth minerals out of any country in the world. Uh, but they're in Alaska. And we're just not going to look for them. We just won't do it. I'm telling you, we're going to lose Alaska. In my lifetime, I believe we will lose Alaska because we are just morons. The world is changing. And the Taliban now is... Uh, is now doing business with China and China doesn't care who they, they don't care who they kill. The Taliban kills everybody. They don't care. Just give us the rare earth minerals. Now China has also, they've just expanded into uh, Latin America for a huge project in Argentina. They are taking over the mines for lithium in Argentina. $391 million takeover offer. We, we, we have got to pay attention to what is happening. China is gobbling up all of the lithium. Hey, Stu. Uh, when, is, uh, when is GM making its... Uh, getting rid of its V8 engine? I believe the... I think 2025, the entire company is fully electric. Fully electric. So it's 2021 now they're doing the 2022 models are coming out now hybrids all hybrids no or? i mean they are making some mm -hmm. they're going out with a bang here with some real combustion engines yeah, here right but, uh, right they all are but they but, all are which is cool i mean and there's a good there's a good line going out i think right now but that's it this is it this is the last generation of by the way it's the really an engine it's really good to keep people you know locked into their home areas with only you know 400 mile radius or a 300 mile radius for some of these cars you're not going anywhere big you're not going anywhere far in these things um but all of the cars i mean ferrari is going to be i think by next year is going to be hybrids all hybrids um you by 2030 ferrari everybody but bugatti and bugatti we just don't know about they haven't said but everyone is going to be out of the engine business by 2030 do you remember uh, you're glenn we're of a certain age and may remember mm -hmm. a controversy back and i gotta be the 90s and maybe they're into the, the early 2000s on al gore when he was running for president in 2000 people went through his old books and, and found where he said he thought he wanted to eliminate the combustion engine and it was mm -hmm. a big controversy it's like wait what you want to get rid of the combustion engine he was mocked for it and here we are 20 years later and we're general freaking motors we're eight years away from all combustion engines gone that's basically what they're saying mm -hmm. all, all of them all combustion engines and they talk about it like maybe there'll be some that hang around for you know sporting purposes and you know uh, things of that let me, nature let me ask you this where does all that electricity come from right. Where does that electricity come from? Uh, wind power gonna better get a lot more efficient. Uh, Unless you're, you're not building nuclear plants. You're crazy. It's, uh, and they're also getting rid of coal. This is going to cause the, a massive shortage of electricity. 
Massive. You're not going to have brownouts. You will have full blackouts nationwide. As soon as this is... California can't even handle it now. can't handle it now. Let alone turning every single car on the road into an electric car. It's, It's craziness. It is absolute madness. And by the way, China is buying up all of the lithium mines. Who's going to be making all of the batteries? We are doing everything to surrender our status. I mean... You want to talk about third world status? That's what we're headed for. And for no reason whatsoever. All right. More in uh, in just a second. Let's can we talk about something happy? No. That no, is not nothing? allowed in this society okay. today. All right. All right. Well, 2022 isn't that far away. That's that's something that's happy. That's a million years away. <laughs> Have you seen how things how fast things are happening? A million years away. More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So let me ask you this question. You find yourself turning on the news and feeling a little hopeless. Everywhere you look, everything's being attacked. Open borders, spending gone crazy, prospect of more mandates, lockdowns, inflation. Oh, uh, Afghanistan. You know, here's, uh, here's the thing. You might feel overwhelmed, but don't. Because it is the truly the power of one, one individual doing what they uh, know to be right. And here's one thing you can do. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They stand with the Constitution and they take their own money and they invest it in things to strengthen our constitutional values. They're the only ones. Switch your mobile provider, patriotmobile.com slash back, patriotmobile.com slash back. Do you know they have the widest coverage of anyone? Do you know they're on the same cell towers? Do you know they just won uh, the number one status of, of uh, consumer uh, uh, relations? They have the best team, patriotmobile.com slash back. Do you know you'll save a lot of money? Why aren't you doing this yet? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972 Patriot. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn for your Blaze TV subscription. You can save 10 bucks on right now if you use the promo code Glenn. So while we were all paying to Afghanistan, which by the way, just let me thank you for everything that you have done. Uh, I, uh, I am, it's, it's, it's bothersome to me that I am getting any credit for any of this. All of us have a job to do and all you have to do is, uh, say what's right and then just do what's right. And you did, you gave, I suggested you gave, and then other people are out there doing all the work to save and it's. It's an amazing team effort. It really is. And it's not just the Nazarene Fund. There are several groups that are all working together in tandem. And uh, in just one airport, just one weighing station, 12,000 people were rescued that were not going anywhere. Uh, it's, it's remarkable. Um, we are not going to be talking about um, any rescue efforts uh, for the time being. Um, things have changed dramatically on the ground, become much more dangerous, and we don't want to give 
the Taliban any tips on where people might be, what we're looking for in numbers or anything like that. So we're going to be uh, silent about rescue tips. Do not mistake our silence for inaction. Uh, we just cannot talk about it. It is far too dangerous now. Things have changed. We'll give you the updates um, as we can. But as everybody was following this over the weekend, there's been some some other things that have happened. Uh, for instance, Twitter has permanently banned Alec Berenson. Uh, he is he is a guy who is anti-COVID vaccine. Yeah, I don't think he would describe himself that way, but he's been very skeptical about COVID, you know, the mainstream coverage of COVID and the mainstream coverage of the vaccines. Okay, he said, according to him, COVID vaccine, it doesn't stop infection or transmission. Don't think of it as a vaccine. Think of it at best as a therapeutic with a limited window of efficacy. Um, I kind of kind of agree with that. It's it's like the it's like the flu um vaccine it might be geared to the current flu but it's it's not going to cover you forever the flu is constantly changing the same thing we're going to live with covid forever the idea of wiping it out is ridiculous it's not going to happen i think you can agree or disagree with alex on a lot of the points he makes but to be banned from twitter because you have a different take than whatever organization is 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 fact checking these claims and it's insane and so you know the taliban is still okay on twitter (laughs) they're i you know a great follow glad i mean that's crazy you should see their tiktok page it's great it's great the dances they all do in unison okay on thursday uh google took aim at the gateway pundit now this is a site uh conservative uh ranked Mm. top 200 u.s websites um, you may not agree with what they print, mm-hmm. but Google has now permanently demonetized them. So in other words, they've just shut their business down. You can't make any money. So Google demonetizing, I don't know the back end of that as well, but is that basically saying that they, they can't hold ads that go through the Google ad yes. servers basically. Yeah. And that's okay. a lot of money. Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot, a lot of, of money. Businesses structure their business yeah. completely around those. Yeah. That was, uh. One reason why we're a subscription service and an ad service, because one of those is going to come to an end. And if uh, apparently people like, uh, you know, Citibank have their way, both of them would come to an end Uh, because there's one other. uh, There's one other that really, I think, is the most disturbing. All of these are disturbing. But uh, the third week uh, weekend victim of the purge is the former director of the Defense Intelligence in, uh, Intelligence Agency and Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Now Michael Flynn has already been wronged. He already has been cleared of all of the stuff that they said. We've it was completely bogus what they said about Michael Flynn completely bogus but he just got uh a uh, account notice from chase bank over the weekend and here's what it reads after careful consideration we decided to close your credit cards on september 18th 2021 
because can listen to this carefully. This is the great reset because continuing the relationship creates possible reputational risks to our company. Wait, because General Flynn might be charging a stay at the Holiday Inn Express, that somehow or another is going to risk their reputation of Chase Bank? Just let me remind you, J.P. Morgan Chase, you know, the one that just wrote almost a billion dollar check. Let me get this right. Almost wrote a billion dollar check to resolve federal wire fraud charges because the company in a separate criminal scheme defrauded the precious metals and U.S. Treasury markets. That company is worried about doing business with Michael Flynn. Come on. Obviously, in reality, there's no reputational risk to them for having Michael Flynn have a personal credit card. But this is exactly what the Great Reset right down talks that about. Out. Yeah. It's right down. It says you can't, companies cannot do uh, business with other companies that have a low ESG score. Now, while they're not counting on an ESG score yet, they are already doing it. And so you can't, if you would have a low ESG score or you're unpopular, you're on the wrong side of whatever the administration, and I mean of the entire, this new hybrid of corporate governance and, and corporate uh, uh, sleeping with the administration and governments all over the world. If they deem that you are not good, then they will cancel you. And you won't be able to buy and sell things. Well, there's step number one to General Michael Flynn. Incredible. And this is obviously a massive problem all over the place for mainly conservatives in almost oh, every coming. arena of life. It's coming. One thing we, we have we should spend more time on, I think, is how to solve these issues. Mm-hmm. And, and look, there are some interesting things that people propose through the law. There are some interesting things that people propose about, you know, doing things on their own, starting your own company. All those things are, are part of the conversation. The part of the conversation that I think has received too little attention from the right is that almost every single one of these problems, when it comes to anything digital, almost every single one of them can be solved in the crypto space. There, you can talk about creating your own social network but again, as we've seen with places like Parler, you start it and then, you know, you have all these these overlords that can shut it down. When it comes to the crypto space, it's basically impossible to do this. If you and all these all of these programs, when it comes to finance, when it comes to social media, when it comes to storage of files, when it comes to uh, business loans and business arrangements, all of these things are either already created in the crypto space or are in the process of being created and they can't be stopped like this they, they there's no way to stop them like what we're, we're seeing in these stories that that happen every day you can't take away michael flynn's credit card they don't know who's paying for stuff it, it's totally a different way of this stuff working and it works totally outside of the system and you know this is why i'm 
so uh, you know so skeptical of 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 governments and the way they're going to try to crack down on this stuff long term oh, yeah. they're going to try but again when it comes to actually being able to complete these transactions complete these posts so they can never be deleted they can never go away all of that is already available with cryptocurrency and the the not just the currency part of it blockchain is, but blockchain and it's all protected and and everlasting and it's an it's a part of this equation that is really important for conservatives to get their minds around because there's going to be time i think where these other solutions aren't going to do anything. We can talk about changing the law, but we've seen what happens with the law. We have absolute rights that are violated all the time. All the time. You think some some little you know communication section adjustment, it may help at some point. I'm not saying it's totally wrong to look at those things, but like long-term real, you know, life and death type of issues a section 230 tweak is not going to bring us to the promised land so, nor is even bringing up your own building your own company so let me let me pose an impossible question mm. uh and and get your answer on it i i know my answer but it's one that i'm really not comfortable with but i think it has to be done and i'd love to hear your solution because it is one that is currently kind of on the uh, the edge of going mainstream mm. and it's it, it is just okay mr constitutionalist what do you do mm -hmm. and i'll give that to you in just a minute stand by mm. seemed like a great idea at the time uh yeah that's the that's the title of the life story of everybody who's ever gotten him or herself in up to their eyeballs in credit card debt. Seemed like a good idea at the time. If those credit cards are still haunting your past uh, and you're probably feeling it in the wallet right now, may I suggest you give American Financing a call? Let them see if they can get that debt consolidation with any other debt that you might have at a lower interest rate. What about a mortgage? Have you considered refinancing it at a lower rate if if one is available? You could be saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as a thousand dollars a month, but you're really not going to know until you pick up the phone and give American Financing an all important call. They're in it for you, not the bank. They've been helping people just like you for over 20 years, and they can really help right now save you money. American Financing. 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so let me give you an impossible question. Does a company have a right to say... Uh, no shirts, no shoes, no service. Yes. Do they have a right to say uh, anyone with a blue shirt cannot come in? <laughs> Be a strange business choice, but yes, yes they, they, they could. could theoretically they do could. that. Do they have a right to say I'm not making a gay wedding cake? Yes. Um, do they have a right to say I'm only making gay wedding cakes? Yes. Okay. Do they have a right to say, I'm staying open, you can't close me down because of COVID? I would argue yes. 
do they have a right to say <laughs> something's coming? <laughs> yeah. Do they have a right to say only vaccine people can come in to only, our store? Only vaccinated people. Only vaccinated people. Only people who have been vaccinated. I think uh, I, I would argue yes, even though I think a lot of the audience would disagree. I think they would, too. And I would agree with you that, yes, you can't make it. You can't say it's constitutional on one side and not on the other. With this caveat, mm. I have no problem if it's Joe's Deli, uh, you know, Joe's Deli and Jelly Donuts. Okay, mm-hmm. I have no problem if that local company wants to say that. I'm having a problem because we no longer have a real, true free market when it comes to some of these giant corporations. They are in bed with the government. We know that from social media. They admit it. When you're in bed with the government, you should not uh, be exempt from constitutional uh, underpinnings. You can't violate the First Amendment. We know that Google and Facebook and, uh, you know, and uh, Twitter, they all are in and have said that they're in with the government. Mm -hmm. Okay, doing the bidding of the government. Well, that makes you an extension of the government. I'm sorry. We don't we never thought of it this way, but some of these big corporations, they're wielding so much power now because the government is putting small businesses out of business that I don't give you the same protections that I give the local mom and pop. Because you are you are so connected to the government that you are actually beginning to be part of the government. Yeah, I'm nervous about this on both sides, right? Yeah, I am too. I, I am too. I'm nervous about saying every business we think is important is some public utility and we're going to start regulating it like it's an arm of the government. But I'm also very nervous about what they're doing with this association. And that's why you should not have... Uh, these giant companies in bed with the government. Correct. This is back. We you know Michael Moore did that terrible movie uh, Sicko, fam- recently famous for praising the Cuban uh, healthcare system and mm-hmm. how wonderful it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> which didn't really turn Do out well. that well. Yeah. Uh, but he also made the argument that capitalism, his big argument against capitalism, uh, and I, maybe this was the next movie he made, but it was his big argument against capitalism, where he said. Look at this company. This company's in bed with the government. And look at this company. This company's in bed with the government. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I have that same critique. That I have no. I don't want the government in bed with any of these companies. That's why I don't That's like not, PBS it's and not NPR. Capitalism. It's the Correct. opposite of capitalism. <laughs> it's the exact opposite. And he was at the time criticizing capitalism. But we need that needs to end. That needs to end in a, yeah, in a big That's way. crony capitalism. The mm-hmm. government should not be in bed and doing special favors for any company, period. And until that time, I kind of feel that, you know, forget Section 230. They're part and arm of the government. Uh, I think they should be held to constitutional standards. And a lot of these big companies should be held to the same standard. It's the Glenn Beck program. Let me tell you about the zebra. The zebra.com. Shopping for home or uh, uh, car insurance is complicated. Stu, you used the zebra and saved a buttload of money, didn't you? Uh, yeah, the zebra is a great, uh, great service. Uh, we overpay on uh, insurance 
all the time. Car insurance, yeah, home you insurance. Don't, you don't look at it. You said it once and you forget it and they keep raising your rates and you never look at the other possibilities ever again. So the zebra.com pairs people with the insurance company that's right for them, delivering the quotes with the coverage that they need. It, it saves the average American $922 on their home and car insurance combined. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's the average. $922. All you have to do to find out is just go to thezebra.com slash Beck. That's the zebra, spelled like the, and zebra. You know, if you're too stupid to know how to spell <laughs> the zebra.com slash Beck, you know, you should pay $920 more. <laughs> the zebra.com slash Beck. Go there now and save a lot of money. Final out of the broadcast coming up next. On the broadcast of MSNBC's Velchi, which, who knew that was even a show? On the air, even a word, really. Uh, Elon Omar said she was surprised that President Joe Biden is not allowing the pressure that's being mounted in the media and in Washington to derail the mission that he set forth in Afghanistan. The level of evacuation that he and his administration has done and been able to undertake is really inspiring. Well... I guess if you're an enemy of the country, it would be. Did I say that out loud? That was just, my gosh, that was wrong. I would apologize. Uh, Maybe I'll save the apology for tomorrow. Today, we'll just let it stand. What do you say? One hour left of the broadcast? What else is left to say? Oh, a lot. In 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Last week, Double Line Capital founder Jeff Gunlock paved the roadmap for the U.S. dollar losing its reserve currency status. It's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. So how do you prepare for such a drastic change? By the way, this has happened before in American history. This is like, oh, it'll never happen. It's happened like three or four times before. Last time it happened was when we got the greenback. And what happens to the people who have been saving their money is this. You get about a mm, 60% haircut on whatever you have. So you have $100 in the bank. Congratulations. You can turn it in for the new currency at the uh, fantastic price of $60. And congratulations on that. And you really have nowhere to go. That is what is coming Gold and silver, Gunlock said, we seem to be taking a lot of things for granted these days. We're setting the stage uh, to experience the consequences of our actions. We've been running a non-serious economic program since 1908, but it has accelerated so much in the past decade. The time for waiting is over. This week only, with the purchase of a tube of $5 gold Indian coins, you're going to receive the famed two-ounce silver maple flex bar at no cost. 
and one of Goldline's new branded one out silver bars at no cost as well. At this point, you really shouldn't need the encouragement to look at your finances and see, should I have some gold and silver? The answer, at least for my family, is a yes. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Welcome to the program. The Taliban is growing more violent, adding checkpoints nearing the uh, airport. This is, um, this is according to the people who are on the ground. An all-volunteer group of American veterans of the Afghan war launched a final mission on Wednesday night, dubbed the Pineapple Express. They took and shepherded hundreds of at-risk Afghans, the elite forces, and their families to safety, moving after nightfall in near-pitch-black darkness, according to ABC, and extremely dangerous conditions. The group said it worked unofficially, unofficially in tandem with the United States military and U.S. Embassy to move people, sometimes one person at a time or in pairs, but rarely more than a small bunch. They moved them inside of the wire of the U.S. military-controlled side of Karzai International Airport. You know, by the way, Karzai International Airport, can we change that name? Because, you know, when you get a baggage tag, it says KIA. Probably not the best luggage tag for the Afghanistan airport. Maybe it's just me. There were wounded among the Pineapple Express travelers from blast. The members were uh, members of the group said they were assessing whether unaccounted for Afghans they were helping had been killed. We're pretty sure that um, some of the Afghans that we were helping uh, were killed. As of Thursday morning, the group said it had brought as many as 500 Afghan special operators, assets and enablers and their families into the airport overnight, handing them over to the protective custody of the uh, U.S. military. There are a lot of people that are going in and doing what they can. And uh, I, I would just um if you know somebody who is over in afghanistan because we are getting so many requests please tell them as this group uh just said you've got to move in ones maybe twos but never as a group uh and the taliban uh, and isis are tracking phones they are tracking people they are also looking to websites and to instagram and facebook pages like the nazarene fund like the mighty oaks foundation uh and they are tracking them and they are hunting for them actively so please if you know someone tell them please go to a secure location kashai uh, almost <laughs> said something I wasn't supposed to go to a secure location. 
you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Um, the world has not forgotten about you, but turn off your cell phone. Also, highly recommended that when they are talking to people, that they give everyone that they trust a password. And when you do turn on your phone, if you get a phone call uh, or a text message, that it includes that password. Otherwise, do not tell anyone what's going on. Please pass that to anybody you know that is over there. President Biden says there's only 240 people left uh, that need to get out. Uh, 240 Americans. I believe that. Uh, <coughs> crap. Um, I believe that in, uh, entirely. You know, I thought of something um, the other day while I was over in the Middle East. And I thought. I got so much heat for this as a theme, so much heat. People hated it. And, you know, it amazes me because we're always my timing is always wrong. My timing is always wrong. Uh, I seem to be just a little too far ahead. Roger Ailes said to me, oh, you're leading the parade. All right. But you're leading it about five blocks ahead of the actual parade. Uh, And uh, I was like, oh, okay." But I think that is true because I want to play something that we made about five years ago and and played it quite often. And I thought of it this weekend because this is exactly what we need. And this is exactly what is happening right now in Afghanistan. People who don't necessarily agree, people that, you know, should be, I guess, in some way in competition with each other. Nobody cares. They're all just standing together and getting the job done. And it reminded me of this.
This is the Glenn Beck program. That was our theme about five years ago, uh, and it didn't make sense to a lot of people. I, I think it probably does today. We have to come together. I don't care who you voted for. Do you know that we left 22,000 Humvees behind? We didn't blow them up. The Taliban now has 22,174 Humvees, 634 M1-117s, 155 mine-proof vehicles, 169 armored personnel carriers, 42,000 trucks and SUVs, 64,363 machine guns, 176 major artillery pieces, 126,000 pistols, 358,530 assault rifles, 16,035 night vision goggles that you can't even buy as an American citizen. 162,000 radios, 8,000 military trucks, 33 uh, M-17 helicopters, 33 UH-60 Blackhawks. We left 33 Blackhawks. We left four C-130 transports. This is an impeachable offense. This is something that even if you don't want to go as far as impeaching someone, which I think this is, you have to agree that this is wild incompetence and has made the, the American people and the people of the world, in, 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 we've left them in a very dangerous situation. So what can you do? What can you do? I would ask that the number one thing that you have to do is purge yourself of the anger. Purge yourself of that. Do everything you can. And the best way to do that is serving others. Right now, we are um, looking at New Orleans. Million people out of, uh, out of electricity. There are people that you know need help. And FEMA is going in. But quite honestly... I don't want people reliant on the government. We have to help our own neighbors. If you want to do that, you can you can uh, give to whomever you think is the best. Mercury One always has people on the ground. You can donate at Mercury One. You can donate to the um, Nazarene Fund. If you find another group of people that you find more honorable or just fit your worldview or whatever, donate to them. Quentin Tarantino, I understand, was trying to uh, finance a plane or two to get out of Afghanistan. Don't know if he did, but if he did, congratulations. I'm glad you did it. We all have to put our differences aside and we all have to come together. I want to take a phone call from Sean in just a second. He heard us talk about something and he said, I am taking a stand. Today, what can you do? Well, listen to Sean. Maybe perhaps this is what you can do in 60 seconds. 
First, let me tell you about Car Shield. There is lots of ways to waste money. Uh, you could invest in a new wind farm, mm-hmm. invest in the U.S. dollar. That would be great. You could literally open the window and throw cash out into the wind. And of course, there's the granddaddy of them all. You could let your car's warranty lapse and then pay for uncovered repairs because all of the really expensive uncovered repairs happen after the warranty runs out. That's why getting uh, coverage from Car Shield is so important. I've I've probably saved maybe $10,000 over the last 5 years or so just on my trucks. I've got old trucks that don't have warranties and I use them and they run hard. And I've probably saved 10 grand in repairs because I had Car Shield. Car Shield is a win-win. They'll get you back on track when you're in a pinch. And you're not on the hook to pay thousands of dollars. Get the coverage today and see why my trucks, my cars that have CarShield coverage go further. Visit carshield.com slash back and save 10% right now. Carshield.com slash back deductible may apply. 10 seconds station ID. Let me go to uh, Sean. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the program. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. So, I, um, yeah, we've been listening to your story uh, about General Michael Flynn and yes. what Chase Bank has done to him. And, you know, I called my wife immediately. Just got off the phone with her a few minutes ago and then called you. Um, I said, we're, we got to be done with this organization. We're both veterans. Between us, we've got about 21 years in the military. I've got two combat deployments to Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, I don't care what you think about Michael Flynn, who has been cleared of everything, by the way. Yeah, but we don't treat veterans like this. And uh, uh, so we're done. So we have a $25,000 line of credit is gone. Um, and did we are you tell them? Finance right now. Did that, you tell uh, them why? Sure oh, we are. Oh, we're going to send them the exact same letter that they sent okay. to Michael Flynn. Good, good. And good. Uh, we're going to remind them that their reputation suffers because of the billion dollars they just had to pay. And not because of anybody like Michael Flynn, who's a hero, by the way. So we've also, we're going through refinance with Veterans United, who's a great organization, but my wife just hit them up, just just sent a letter to them immediately and said, hey, we want to make sure you never do business with Chase Bank because this is not something that a veterans organization should be affiliated with. Good for you. And um, we're waiting to hear back and we're going to see what they do. Right, would you uh, let yeah. me know when you hear back from them? If you hear yeah, back Yeah, absolutely. From them. I will. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely will. We'll probably hear back from them today. But um, yeah, I just want to inspire everybody out there. It just takes five minutes to go do business with somebody that supports our veterans, that isn't part of the Great Reset, that doesn't invest in cancel culture, because this is uh, the power is with us. So let's do it. It is. It is. Thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate it. Um, In case you don't know what happened over the weekend, Michael Flynn, the former Defense Intelligence Agency director, uh, was canceled by Chase Bank. They notified him, uh, quote, after careful consideration, we decided to close your credit cards on September 18th, 2021, because of continuing the reputation, I'm sorry, because of continuing the relationship will create possible reputational risks for our country. Or, I'm sorry, for our company. I don't know. I'm, am I drinking again? Um. This is Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase. Do you have investments with J.P. Morgan? Do you have money in Chase? May I highly recommend you start doing business with a local bank. 
I have everything in local banks, ones that are not tied to anything, not tied to other big banks. Do your business with a local bank, please. These people have been under attack since 2008, and they are going to come under attack because these are all the Fed banks that are left. Do business with your local bank. If you find it offensive that a guy, Michael Flynn, who has served his country, you don't have to agree with him, but he's not guilty of anything. That was those were all I hate to use the expression trumped up charges against him. Those were all false charges. It was corruption that they uh, that, that allowed them to charge those things. And and he wasn't convicted of anything. What do you say? What do you say? Chase Bank, how is he going to hurt you by using your credit card? I suggest you get your money out of Chase today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Rectech. I love eating food. I love eating food really in any condition. Not a fan of raw, but I'll eat it if I have to. Rectech is my favorite kind of food. All year round, you can grill, you can smoke, you can bake on a Rectech grill because they, everything turns out because they have um, uh, this high-tech monitoring system. Uh, it is really, really great. It does everything. It is smart grill technology. And so you can start your grill, start cooking, monitoring your cooking on an app on your iPhone. And you don't even have to be at home. You come home when it's dinner time. Rectech. Follow them on social media. Sign up for their newsletter because the recipes are unbelievable. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. You won't find anything else like it on the market. A-B compare. Don't take my word for it. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. There is some question on the Michael Flynn story, and I want to give you the source and um, and exactly what is being said by General Michael Flynn and by uh, uh, Citibank. So just the news is the or Chase. Sorry, not Citibank. Uh, Chase uh, Chase Bank. Uh, just the news is the source uh, of this particular, uh, story along with social media, um, and particularly general Flynn's social media account, just the news. If, if I may say, and you, you, it's the New York times of the right. Uh, and that's not necessarily a compliment. If you look at it, I just think it's, it's the, it's one of the most credible, uh, journalistic sites out there has, for the right. And we've talked to John Solomon many times. He's yeah. the guy behind it. He is, uh, you know, has a very long history in the world. Award-winning of, journalist. Yeah, mainstream journalism. Okay, so it's really good. 
So there's a story here that with national attention riveted over the weekend on two major stories with the frantic U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan amid the fall of the Taliban category four Hurricane Ida slamming in the Louisiana coast. Big tech and woke finance dramatically extended their reach of cancel cancel culture with brazen moves to silence and harass three profile high profile voices of political and scientific dissent. Now, this is the way it happens when the world is busy. That's when things change. Uh, Ask the people of Hong Kong. So on Saturday, according to Just the News, Twitter permanently banned Alex Berenson, who has built a large social media following challenging public health establishment orthodoxy on covid issues ranging from lockdown to vaccine mandates. This is one of the most important things of our lifetimes. And anyone who tries to shut down debate on what's really going on is is not only un-American, but a member of the Dark Ages Church. They have just replaced the Dark Ages Church that says anyone who disagrees with us is a heretic. That is not American. That's not 21st century thinking by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so they they um, said that he had posted uh, some things that Twitter was part of their Twitter ban. In fact, they said uh, to Fox News, the account you referenced has been permanently suspended for repeated violations of our COVID-19 misinformation rules. Well, this is the tweet that did it. Uh, He said the covid vaccine doesn't stop infection or transmission. Don't think of it as a vaccine. Think of it at best as a therapeutic with a limited uh, window of efficacy and terrible side effect profile that must be dosed in advance of illness. And we want to make a mandate for it. Insanity. Okay. Apparently, you can't say that on Twitter without getting a lifetime ban. Then Google shut down all of its ad services. And Google is the largest advertising uh, house now in the world. There is no one that does more advertisement placement than Google. Well, they just took and said no more advertisement for Gateway Pundit. All righty. That will put Gateway Pundit out of business, most likely. You, you can't just shut down the, the pipes of money overnight. And then the last victim was former National Security Advisor and Director of the National Intelligence Agency uh, during the Obama administration, Michael Flynn. He posted to his Telegram account, a notice from Chase Bank notifying him of the cancellation of his credit cards. Quote, after careful consideration, we decided to close your credit cards on September 18th, 2021, because continuing the relationship creates possible reputational risks to our company. Chase according to Flynn in his reply, has gone full-blown woke, end quote. Quoting, they need to deal with their own reputation instead of persecuting my family and I, end quote. 
Flynn said, alluding to J.P. Morgan's agreement to pay $920 million to resolve federal wire fraud charges against the company for its role in separate criminal schemes to defraud the precious metals and U.S. Treasuries market. I don't know. Paying almost a billion dollars in fines for screwing with the Treasuries market seems like a big deal. Michael Flynn wrote, DOJ dropped my case for their own egregious government misconduct. It appears you weren't that lucky with the DOJ. I guess my America first political views don't align with yours, end quote. Now, the blaze pointed out that if you look at the document from Chase Bank, it it uh, blacks out the first name of who the letter is going to. And they didn't do a good job because you can see, I think, the last letter, uh, which is not the last letter of his first name, not the last letter of his middle name. And we are thinking that this is his brother. And that's why he said, you're messing with me and my family. Hmm. But I don't think this makes this any better. Yeah. no. Unless uh, Michael Flynn's brother is like an axe murderer. Is he? Not that I know okay, of. Okay. I, all right. Okay. I've not looked okay. at. I've not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't. I don't. But I don't think so. I feel like we would have heard about that one. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know. In today's world, anything's possible. Anything. Is anything possible. is possible. And that's the problem with smears like this. A lot of people just say, "I don't know," and uh, I guess he deserved it. Yeah, I mean, the claim is coming from the Flynn family, from Michael Flynn himself, apparently. Yes. So, I mean, I think it's appropriate to uh, to report on what he's saying is happening yes. to him and, and look and into showing, the claim as well. And showing the the actual uh, cancellation. But again, like I, you know, I can look at I can go on Twitter right now and look at Alex Alex Berenson's account and it is not there. So, you know, this is not it's a it's a you can look at any one of these individual things and it's important to make sure we get all these stories straight. But Mm -hmm. so many of these things are happening to conservatives all the time that you want. And I don't know that honestly, I don't even I don't know at all that Alex Berenson would even call himself a conservative. I mean, I think through covid he's been on. Uh, on Fox News a lot and, and such. Anybody but who he, disagrees. He was a New York Times reporter at one point. Anybody now who disagrees, they can be a libertarian. They can be yeah. a left-leaning libertarian. They can even be, or you could be a guy a, a who's Democrat. building spaceships to go to outer space because you're so scared of climate change. But when you say something bad about COVID, you wind up getting in trouble too. Even if you're the richest person, or maybe the third richest person on <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Tesla stock, Tesla stock has dropped a little bit. But the point is, like, you could be Elon Musk, a guy who is so ideologically committed to catastrophic global warming that he's building spaceships to escape it. And even that is not enough for the left. If you're critical of one narrative, you're the enemy. By the way, can I change this subject dramatically? You can. Uh, a friend of mine came over. This has been a, we haven't seen each other in a week. Yeah. And so before I left for the Middle East, a friend came over and said, I just got the new Tesla plaid. Oh, the plaid. OK. Yeah. I didn't even know the plaid. I didn't. I knew that there was a setting, ludicrous setting. Right? Yes. Well, if you remember Spaceballs, which yeah. all of their right. all of their set, settings seem mm-hmm. to re- reflect, mm-hmm. it was ludicrous speed. And then it went eventually went to plaid. So plaid would be the fastest in the movie Spaceballs. Have you 
been in a plaid? I have not. I've I've watched videos on the plaid. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to give you the video of me. He said, you got to videotape yourself. It's and inc- I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I know, I've been in a Tesla before. Yes. You know, and I floored a Tesla before. And they're fast. They're fast. They're not fast. like the plaid. Have you? You haven't been in. I have not been in okay. a plaid. Okay. It is insane <laughs> it really it's is. beyond ludicrous yeah. okay it you put it into plaid mode you stop mm-hmm. you put it into ludicrous and then you hit the plaid launch <laughs> and it counts down and he's like are you ready now i've been in a tesla so i was like yeah i'm ready no i wasn't ready it 1.8 seconds you're at 60 miles an hour 1.8 it's the fastest production car ever built the only one that rivals it is the bugatti I don't think the Bugatti does 1.8 seconds, no, 0 to 60. rivals it. Okay. Rival. Anyone that gets close yeah. is the Bugatti. This thing, I'm telling you, I think I punctured maybe my liver as it slammed into my spine as it took off. I've never felt anything. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. The closest I have felt to the Tesla Plaid is being launched in an airplane off of an aircraft carrier. <laughs> And that pulls like six or eight G's. Okay. Space shuttle is, I think, nine. And I've been launched off an aircraft. That's the only thing that gets close to that. It's insanity. It's insanity. It really is. I I think people who, you know, I think conservatives look at these cars and say, Ugh, electric cars and you kind of roll your eyes. I hate them. I hate them because they're annoying and environmentalists are annoying. All true. Uh, However, these cars are there. It's just impossible to make a, a car with a combustion engine that goes as fast as these cars because they have the power on demand whenever they want it. Yeah, I and don't know what you would ever use it for except like bank robberies. But to blow away a Bugatti, that would, be a, know, fun, that know, would be a fun use of I it. I have, I mean, I watched, uh, I watched uh, uh, Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. No good comes from racing at a stoplight. No good. You could crash into an old person in a Rolls Royce yes, pulling out. And it, it would be very bad. Your true. whole career would be wrecked. The document that documentary set a lot of people's future. <laughs> it really did. But really, because we took the, the one that came that we test drove a few years ago was, I think, zero to 60 in 2.8 seconds. And it felt unlike anything I'd ever been in. And I've been uh, in some you know, cars that are pretty fast. I'm going to ask my friend to give you a ride in the plaid. Yes. It is, it's, it's, I don't like roller coasters. So I hear these new roller coasters, like Disney has the roller coasters that, you know, are maglev. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's it's the same kind of experience. I've never experienced anything like it. I've never been on one of those. So this is, I mean, I've, it is a rocket ship. Yeah. It's a rocket ship with no pause in acceleration. No time for your organs to settle back down. Now, to get to top speeds, you know, other Bugattis can beat beat the Plaid. But zero to 60, nothing. Nothing ever built can beat it. It's crazy. um, How much are they? Uh, That one, I think, is like $130,000. Which for Still, that, that's crazy for that performance. Now the, the, the Bugatti is like two million dollars. Two million dollars. Yeah, uh, it's true. Anything that can compete with it is up at that level. Uh, by the way, Glenn, we're now uh, like pushing the limits of what humans can take. You said zero to one point eight. Yeah. Which I've heard one point eight to two point oh for the Plaid, um, but really fast, and it's almost jarring to the point of like uncomfortable jarring. Oh no, it was very uncomfortable. It's disorienting. They have a, a a roller coaster in Japan 
that they built was the fastest one ever built with this technology. You know, they just like launches you. And it was zero, I think, if I remember right, zero to 150 miles an hour in like 1.8 seconds or something insane. And they've had to close it down because people were breaking their backs and necks on the roller coaster. Oh, you're, I mean, I've been launched to, you have to actually kind of, you know, when you're on an aircraft carrier, they say, grunt yeah you know right. what i mean like, and get everything. all the blood into your head and tighten everything and push your feet against the floor and you do you need to do that with the tesla just a little <laughs> bit not as yeah. much no. but just a little bit just <laughs> a little bit all right let me tell you about uh let me tell you about relief factor does it seem sometimes like you just have to drag yourself out of bed in the morning just to face the day because you're going to be in a lot of pain no matter what you're doing if so, I can relate. I know what it feels like to have just a little bit of dread on how bad the day's likely to be because you're going to be hurting for everything you do. I also know, thank God, what it's like to get out of that pain. I know you're skeptical. I was. It's normal to be skeptical, especially something that says that they can get you out of the pain that you're in. Believe me, I was exactly the same way. It's not a drug. Yeah, well, there's reason number one is not going to work. I mean, because drugs don't get me out of pain. They just make me not care as much. Oh, I'm on fire. That's not a good place to be either. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to, bar, to buy more. And I'm telling you now, try their three-week quick start. If you don't, if it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work for you. 70% of the people who try it with that understanding go on to order more relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 get your life back just try it relieffactor.com 800-500-8384 888-727-BECK this is the uh this is the glenn beck program we're glad you're here uh by the way um 538's presidential approval tracker not good. <laughs> well, for not Biden, good. it's not good. I'm glad people are waking up. Yeah, me too. Me too. There is some hope here because you get sometimes locked in, at least I do. I get locked into this idea that, you know, no one can change their mind and no one's looking at the what's really happening. Uh, Ten points. Yeah, it's a big change. Big change. And especially as 538 points out, uh, especially in a time when nobody's changing their mind, where everything is kind of locked in. Could we do we have time to play Bill Maher? I want to leave you with this. Here's Bill Maher over the weekend. Watching the shit go down in Afghanistan, I was reminded lately of every conversation I've ever had with an immigrant, almost all of which, if we got to really talking, included the notion, oh, you people have no idea. All you do is about and badmouth your own country, but if you knew about the country I came from, yep. you'd stop on your own. We're not the bad guys. Oppression is what we were trying to stop in Afghanistan. We failed. But any immigrant will tell you, we've largely succeeded here, and yet the overriding thrust of current woke ideology is that America is rotten to the core, irredeemably racist from the moment it was founded, and so oppressive, sexist, and homophobic, we can't find a host for the Oscars or Jeopardy. 